Welcome to Recess Now, 5-Minute Bit. I'm Ralph Seymour. This is going to be part two of Subclavian Lines. Now, I want to talk again about the left side. We kind of went through both, and we talked about the blind approach, the landmarks, and that kind of thing, and the technique, using your thumb and your index finger and the outer middle third of the clavicle, um, all that kind of stuff. We talked about the apex of the lung being higher up on the left than on the right, so you more, uh, you know, more... Uh, prone to uh, get a uh, pneumothorax as a complication on the left than you are on the right. But then we talked about the vascular anatomy on the right kind of being a little bit difficult. Um, and sometimes the wire doesn't go where you want it to go necessarily. I'm going to talk a little bit more about the left side because I think it's important to know that the thoracic duct kind of um, is kind of present and it kind of dumps into the uh, the distal subclavian vein, kind of right where the brachiocephalic uh, vein is. And, and sometimes you can cause an injury. And, and if you injure the thoracic duct, that can become a recurrent problem of fluid building up in the um, left thoracic cavity or the pleural space, and that's called a chylothorax. So um, that's one complication that can occur on the left pro- and uh, wouldn't occur on the right. So I thought it was worth worth mentioning. Now, um, the blind approach is fine, um, and you know I was trained to do it. That's the only actually. Besides the femoral, that was the only blind line that I uh, was trained to do. I wasn't trained to do blind um, IJs. I am now, but I wouldn't do it with the advent of ultrasound because I think that's the standard of care. Moving now to ultrasound-guided subclavian lines. Now, the way I this is a completely different technique and a different approach. What you're going to do is you're going to take your ultrasound um, linear probe and you're going to kind of put it like a little bit of the probe is going to be on the distal clavicle, right at the, the much more lateral than you would uh, look for a, um, you know, for the blind approach, which is the uh, middle third of the clavicle. You're going to come out more lateral and you're going to look where that axillary vein is. Okay, you're going to see the clavicle on your screen. It's going to be on the left side of the screen because your probe indicator is going to be on the left. Okay. And you're going to look for that clavicle and just uh, to the right of that on your screen, you're going to probably see that subclavian vein come into view. That's what you're looking for. Now, what you want to do is you want to follow that medially until it starts diving into or beneath the clavicle. Okay, that po- point there, you want to you want to you know look and and make sure that you can compress that vessel. And I promise you, you can compress the subclavian vein at that point. Okay, I do it all the time. You can compress it. You'll get a good compression. You'll often oftentimes see valves, and then you know you're in the right place. Now, another thing you're going to be able to see is the first rib right beneath it. Okay, the first rib is right beneath it, and that's going to be key when you're doing these uh, subclavian lines. Okay, under ultrasound guidance. All right, that that is going to be key. Um, you want also to identify the artery, which is going to be posterior and superior to the vein. So you, when you look for your anatomy, you want to also identify where your, your subclavian artery is as well. All right, so now. Um, Now I'm in the position that I want to be in. I'm going to now turn my probe to a longitudinal 
um, uh, orientation. So now I'm in plane. Okay, so now my probe indicator is going to be facing away from me and towards the patient's uh, sternal notch and left shoulder. Okay, and I'm going to try to find an orientation of that subclavian vein in long axis, in plane. That's the safest way to cannulate your uh, subclavian vein. Now, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to introduce, I'm going to do my, uh, my anesthesia under ultrasound guidance all the way down to the roof of the vessel, and I'm going to then introduce my needle, and I will see my needle, the entire length of my needle, dive down and hit the subclavian vein, and I'll watch this happen. Now, if you go through and through the subclavian vein, it shouldn't be the end of the world because you probably will then hit the first rib, which you also have in your ultrasound view. That's key because that's going to save you from hitting the lung. All right. So that's what I try to do. I try to get that first rib into um, view on my ultrasound. So in case that the the uh, needle compresses the vein and I go through it, I won't hit the lung. I'll hit the first rib. That's key. Okay. So long axis view is the, definitely the safest way to go uh, with this approach. And that's how that's how I do it. I do it the same way on both sides. And here's the other thing. If you're going to do these lines in the short axis, meaning you're just looking at the uh, vessel like it looks like a black circle and not a long cylinder, um, and you do that with, you know, just by, you know, your probe being oriented um, with the probe indicator towards the patient's head instead of the way I just told you, um, that is a little different of a procedure. It's got, it carries more risk because you can't see as much. You can still have success with it, but the needle angle that you take with this one is going to be a lot higher up. And the way subclavian uh, cannulation has always traditionally been taught is your your angle needs to be down close, you know, more like 45 degrees. Now, this is the opposite. You bring it way up and it's almost like you're doing a pleural decompression. But you're see- the, the key is that you never lose sight of that needle tip. That's the key. So as long as you're seeing the needle tip, you're going to see it puncture that the roof of that vessel. You should be okay, but it's not fail-safe. So you have to keep in mind that complications still can occur in the short axis. In the long axis, lot safer. That's the one I recommend, but it takes a little bit more skill and a lot more practice to get good at that. This is Rhesus Now 5-Minute Bit, and this is part two of Subclavian Lines.